Man, we back. We back. We back. Another episode of Saved and Such. I'm excited. Listen, we had some episodes. We got a megastar in the building for real. Two of them. Two off. <laughs> look, 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 look. He just blended in, bro. I forgot he was even here, bro. Yeah, man. We got two superstars, man. We got my man Ocho Sean on here. You know what I mean? My man Jordan Toes is on here. He didn't came on. Baltimore. Yes, sir. Baltimore's in the building for sure. You already know, man. It's your boy Rick, man. Poppy Stu, you already know. I ain't got to say that. You, you already got, know. You already know. You already know. <laughs> but yeah, man, we're excited about this one, man. Let's go ahead and jump on in it, though. We're going to do a mental health check-in. You sure. know what I mean? Spiritually, business, and just emotionally. Ten being the best, one being the least. You know what I mean? How y'all feeling? We'll go around the room. I'll probably give a eight across the board for real. Eight across the I'm board. In a, I'm in a good mental state right now. I'm happy yeah. to be on the podcast with two mega stars. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I'm in a good mind state right now. I'm ready to get it on. For sure. I say I'm at a nine right now. It's good to be here with y'all. Y'all talking megastars. I'm blessed to be here with y'all right now, man. Just being on Saving and Such, you know it's a blessing being with y'all. Like for I sure. said, I knew this show was going to blow up since day one. Mm-hmm. So why not just join y'all and make things happen? But for yes, sure. Sir. Yes, sir. I forgot. Yes, sir. I forgot to introduce him, man. Yeah, He's man, with us now. Nah, yeah, facts, bro. He's with us, bro. I'm here for good. Go ahead. Yeah, I say, I say a nine across the board, too. Like, especially going through this transition I've been going through. We're going to get into it. But, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you got to be at a nine with your faith and your belief with the transition I'm going through. So, I say a nine. Yeah, we definitely going to get into it. Yeah. How you I'm, feeling? I'm about, a, I'm about a nine, bro. I appreciate you. I'm about a nine. Got I'm the ice good. out? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just Wednesday, bro. Chill. But, nah, um, nah, man. Anytime I'm able to come up here, man, and just fellowship, you know what I mean, and talk, you know what I mean, and grow. You know what I mean? Definitely with black men. For sure. That's succeeding. And Definitely. Doing that type of thing, it feels good, man. Yes, sir. Sure. You know what I mean? But we got my man Jordan in here. What up? <laughs> the, <two laughs> the sports star. Uh-huh, Superstar. Nah, but man, let's just talk, jump right into it. You know what I mean? Start out at LSU, not at Morgan. You know what I mean? How's the transition been and where's your mindset at? Shit, the transition is a transition, you know. When you go through your process, you got to be ready for change because change is going to happen in, mm-hmm. in some type of way. Right. So it's just being prepared for that change and being ready for that change and not having to get ready type of thing. So me going to LSU, you know, that was a that was a thing for me. Like, I got to believe in my process and I got to believe in myself. And I'm a DB, so why not do that DBU? You get right. what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, LSU is DBU if you want to keep it above. Mm-hmm. So me transferring to Morgan is just, you know, that's a part of my process, and, you know, that's probably not everybody else's process. And I could have went to any other school happening to the portal, you know. Like, right. Morgan wasn't my only option. You know, some people might think, like, oh, he had to go to Morgan because of X, Y, and Z. Nah, like, I could have went to any school. Like, I could have went to Boston College. I could have went to Colorado. Like, right. those schools, just to name two of the schools that reached out to me, like, those level of schools, I could have went anywhere uh, leaving LSU. But coming home was just a thing for me, mm-hmm. you know, like, if you want to keep it real, and at that next level, that, those Power Five schools, you know, they take care of their homegrown guys. Right. You know, and that's something that can't really be mad at, but you got to trust that your process is going to fulfill within that. Mm-hmm. So, and I felt as though my process was somewhere else. So I know if I come home, can't nobody tell me I ain't from there. Right. You know what I'm saying? So now I get to represent for my state, put on for my city, and that's just something that I wanted to do. Sure. That's tough. Man. What was, uh, uh, like, I know you was talking about a couple of cons. What's, like, some uh, pros for playing at LSU for uh, how many years was you there? Uh, I was there two and a half years. That's what's so up. I, um, I actually was probably the last person to enter the transfer portal this oh, year. Oh, wow. Okay. Probably was the last person. So it's just a blessing to even have those schools, those big name schools, still wanting, wanting to reach out and be interested in my skills. So um, 
playing with guys like Derek Stingley, lining up with guys like Jamar Chase, Terrence Marshall, like, I done been at that level with the SEC is the NFL if you want to be real. Facts. Yeah, like, yeah. Facts. It ain't too many guys that's in that SEC that's not ready for that next level. So lining up against those guys every day for two and a half years, of course, that, that showed me something, that, that grew me, that molded me in my game. So I know what I'm capable of. Let's, let's keep it short like that. Like I know what I'm capable of, and I, and I put it on display day after day at LSU. Mm-hmm. So like you can even contact the old players that's still there. Like they know, like talk that talk. Like yeah. it's, a, it's a respect type of thing. Like I got respect for them, and they got respect for me because they know, and mm-hmm. I know. You feel what I'm saying? So it's just being around those guys that make you had a had that belief in yourself. Like yeah, I'm trying to get to that next level, and seeing those guys go to that next level, it, it keep your faith up as well. Facts. Sure. How, how big of an adjust, adjustment period was it coming from? Baltimore, you from Baltimore, right? Yeah. Coming from Baltimore to going to a huge school such as LSU. So the thing is, uh, I actually grew up playing basketball, and mm-hmm. I was. Uh, I seen your highlights, bro. We are gonna get to that. <laughs> <laughs> I see your eighth grade highlights. We definitely yeah, gonna get I was to a, that. I was a, a highly rated player in basketball. So traveling and seeing different uh, different venues and meeting different people and things like that, it wasn't foreign to me. Fast. By the time I got to college, so. Um, you know, just going to LSU is LSU is like one of a kind. Like you ain't gonna get too many places like LSU. Mm-hmm. Like you ain't gonna get too many places like Bam. You ain't gonna get too many places like Florida. Like I could go on, but it was more of a business trip for me. But I was coming to take over the whole Louisiana. Yeah, so yeah. I'm coming like I'm from Baltimore. Y'all yeah. don't know. Y'all ain't never seen a Baltimore kid before. Yeah. Y'all know. Y'all don't even know what we about. All y'all know is the YouTube videos and the curfew. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, that's all y'all know. So I'm, uh, I'm coming out here and I'm trying to take over Louisiana. And, you know, so I walked into it with that type of mindset. Like I'm me and I'm gonna be me. Facts. Yeah. Facts. So you mentioned like the top schools, Florida, Alabama. Yeah. What made you choose LSU coming out of St. Francis? It just felt like home. Sure. It felt like home, to be honest. Um, it's hard for me. Like like I said, I've, I've been traveling a lot since a child, for real. So it's hard for me to kind of really label certain places home. So when I got to LSU and I got that feeling from the people, the community, the team, I'm like, it's feel like St. Francis slash, you feel me? Like, so if you know where LSU is, LSU is in Baton Rouge. Mm-hmm. And Ooh. y'all know who Fredo Banga is, the rapper? Yeah. LSU yeah. is in the middle of the trenches, in the middle That's of Fredo cr- Banga. I would have never You'd have never knew. You'd have never knew. You'd have never knew. So on a visit, I'm riding around. Like, we ain't get to campus yet, but we riding to campus, and I'm just like, just down in the trenches. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel a little, hold on, let me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on trying to be all certified. I got to keep my eyes open. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? So, but it, it gave me, you know how our city is, you feel me? I had to be aware like that. So it, that that was a home field. It wasn't mm-hmm. a good home field, but it was a home field. Yeah. So then to step into the organization and be on campus at LSU and just to see the camaraderie of the team and the people and the coaches, how they interact, it was just like, man, like why wouldn't you want to be a part? Like I said, LSU is DBU. Like, why wouldn't you want to be a part of that? Like, I would never take anything away from LSU, like. They did what they did for me, like you feel what I'm saying. So, but I know for a fact that I can do what I can do for myself, and right. it may be more than what they could do for me. For sure, sure. Yeah. for sure. Now, y'all two went to. I'm asking both of y'all. Mm-hmm. You know that Power Five grind. Now, I mean, what what some things that you had to lean on God for as far as getting you through the day to day camps and just the season? And I know you was redshirted. You know what I mean. So things of that nature. What got you through that? So. 
I wasn't really red shirted. Okay. You know the Corona, uh, the oh, Corona right, right, year. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. in the roster, it probably says red shirt. And I seen that too. Yeah. I asked the coach, I said, Coach, y'all red shirt? <laughs> bro said, bro said, take that off. Ain't no red shirt. Ain't no red shirt. Ain't got no red shirt on. It's a quarterback. So look, um, that's actually because of the Corona year. Um, got you, got you. The Corona year gave us that extra year back, so they just labeled it as a red shirt year. Um, but having your faith, you have to have your faith in the process. Like I said, like your process is your process. Everybody's process may be different. Facts. Some people's might be quicker. Some people's might be slower. Facts. So, um, but also having faith in God too. Like you can have faith in your coaches and your teammates and this, that, and the third, but. People gonna let you down. Just mm-hmm. keep it real. Like Definitely. people gonna let you down. You, oh, yeah. That's why I say you gotta have faith in yourself and you gotta mm-hmm. have faith in God too. Because at the end of the day, it's up to them too. Yourself and God. Like at the end of the day, so that's what it was for me. I couldn't. I had to really take my trust and my faith out of people or energy out of people to put it in myself because I felt like I, I felt like I was giving them too much of me. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't putting in to what I needed to put into myself. So Facts. having faith in yourself and and what you want to do is the biggest thing. For sure. Um, I can see the same thing, honestly. Like I said, I was at Cowboy for five. I mean, I was at Cowboy for four years. Then I went to Rutgers, whatever the case may be, for five years just because of that COVID year, like mm. you said. And um, it's tough. I'm not going to lie. College football is tough. Mm. That whole transition of you just learning, especially since you transferred. So you've been in the mm. SEC, then you went to Morgan. I'm pretty sure that was a huge transition. Mm. But it was definitely a grind. But at the end of the day, you really got to depend on yourself. At the end of the day, you going through those camps, you going through them tough times. Facts. The only person you can really lean on is yourself, and then you got God there as well. So it's really just staying prayed up and really just trusting your capabilities as a player and as a person and just keep pushing through. Because at the end of the day, it's your journey. And yeah. It's not going in. Like, I graduated from Rutgers. I did my whole shebang with that. I went through the NFL process, and I'm still going through that. Right. And this is just a point where I can hear a guy's story and just getting a different perspective on what they're going through and how I can help. And just hearing him as well, pushing me through my journey nice. as well. So it's just good hearing that. Yeah. It's always love for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. For sure. Definitely. Now we showed LSU, you know what I mean, a lot of love. Now we gotta get to Morgan, man. Uh-huh. So you came to you came to HBCUs at the right time, man. Shout out Dion too, man. Yeah, for yeah, man. So how important is it though to just embrace that whole HBCU culture and seeing how it's growing? So it's it's funny you bring up Dion. So uh I'm not sure, you know, I played in the uh the All American game, the under yeah. all American game Senior coming out game. of high school. Right. Yeah, and um Dion was one of the coaches. Oh, wow, that's tough. And Ed Reed. So, Ed Reed was my coach. Wow, that's true. Me that's and Ed tough. got a pretty good relationship. Can I ask you a question real quick? Like, how, how is it being around those type of stars? You know what I mean? Because they mean so much to the game. Like, how was it being around them? For Did they drop any gems on you or anything like that? No, nah, yeah, you definitely got to become a student of the game when you're around legends like that. But at the same time, how I carry myself, I see myself as them. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Like, I got my own legacy going on. You did your job. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. You did your like, yeah, yeah. And that's just me being a, a competitor, yeah, a player yeah. of the game. Sure. Like, right. of course, I want to be good, but I'm going to take a part of your game, but I'm going to make it mine at the same time. Mm-hmm. So right. me being around those type of stars is just like, I'm going to learn. Mm-hmm. I'm going to learn because there ain't nothing else you can do. I can't teach you nothing. Right. You got a gold jacket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to get one. Yeah, right, I'm right. trying to get in the lead to get a gold jacket. Yeah, you right. know what I'm saying? I got a right. whole other path to go through before I even talk to you about. So I'm going to listen. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But, like, Dion going to Jackson State really influenced my decision to go into Morgan. That's mm-hmm. And it would be crazy for me not, especially with the situation I was going through, 
no, um, LSU is not a HBCU, it's a PWI. So right. It's kind of hard for the staff and the culture of that school to relate to me coming from Baltimore City. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially, like I said, I ain't never seen a kid from Baltimore. So not only am I a kid from Baltimore at a PWI, I'm a black kid in Baltimore at a PWI. So it's kind of hard to really relate to what I'm going through and how I'm feeling because you don't know where I'm from, don't know how I was raised, and we ain't the same. Right, right, right. So, and it's, it's no knock on them. It's just the situation. It's just the situation. So, Dion going to Jackson State, uh, it, sh- it shed light on the HBCUs. Definitely. You want to keep it real? Like, sure. it's, it's players going to the league that, from HBCUs that deserve the shot. So, and like I said, me coming home, can't nobody tell me I'm not from here. So, I now I get to represent my state. You know what I'm saying? And I'm at an HBCU that got the light right now. Mm-hmm. Sure. And, that, and all this time, all I got to do is trust in myself and trust in God and put the work in. Like, I know my worth. And, you know, I'm trying to get to the next level. So, sure. you, you haven't played your first game at Morgan State yet, right? No, no, he played. Yeah. You played your first game at Morgan State? You yeah. already went through a season already? No, 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 no. We, uh, we just finished uh, week three. Oh, oh so okay. y'all, they in the season. I, bro, I didn't know. No, no, hey, no, look, it's cool. So, you already, <laughs> already played a home game already? Yeah, we played our first home game was uh, last Saturday. How was that coming back home for us? So I actually we played in Baltimore against Towson. Okay, yeah, but it wasn't a home game. Okay, okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? So uh, coming back to the city, I'm gonna start with the Towson game. Coming back to the city, that was my first real Baltimore game. Uh, it was just like I know what I'm here to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, of course, the crowd was there. The, the energy of the game was built up because it's Morgan versus Towson and mm-hmm. all those things, the accolades of the game. But at the end of the day, like I said, is I know what I came here to do. Fast. So, you know, we fell short in the win. But, you know, I felt as though if I want to be real with myself, I felt as though there some things I could have did better. But that's Fast. me being that's me being real with myself. Definitely. You know, ain't nobody perfect. You get what I'm saying? So, um, our, our first home game, coming off a loss to Towson. So, you know, we got some – some stuff to get off our chest. We actually played Sacred Heart. Okay. And, uh, you know, I don't look at the best, but somebody, my dad called me like, yeah, if you look at the Vegas, the best on Vegas, uh, y'all had the biggest upset in the country. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I'm coming from a winning tradition. Now, yeah. we ain't winning much at LSU, but I'm, it's still a winning tradition. Yeah. You know, like, you always got a winning mindset. So, so for, for us to win and then say, yeah, that was an upset, I'm yeah. like, bro, we beat them 24 9. You feel what I'm saying? So it's like it ain't no upset. Like I'm, we came here to, I came here to do a job, and I'm making sure that our team is understanding the vision as well. Like, Facts. ain't none of us going to the league win winning no games. Facts. You feel what I'm saying? Like I need y'all just as much as y'all need me. Like I got my goals for myself, but I don't know if y'all want to go to the league or not because we are Morgan or right. you know right. what it is. Like that's just me being real, and my teammates right. know that. But if your aspirations is to get to that next level, you got to buy in. Right. And that's what it is. We got to do it together. We can't do it separately. And I know that. I'm smart enough to know that. So, you know, coming home, first home game was it was it was big. I had to show up for that first home game. <laughs> I feel that. But like you said, you coming from LSU, that's a winning culture. So coming back to Morgan, how you keep like your teammates motivated on a goal and just focus on the league and just winning and all that? Is it the same culture as LSU, or what's the difference that you feel when you're in the locker room with those Morgan State guys and your teammates? Um, so it, it's not the same culture. I can be honest with you, it's not. Um, and it's for a number of reasons, but I feel like the main reasons is a new coaching staff. Nice. The coaches, I don't not. Sure, I didn't play with the coaching staff before them, but from what I hear, 
it wasn't it wasn't good for them for the mm-hmm. players. You feel me? It wasn't a good environment for the players. So coming into a new coach staff with Coach Wilson and, and all the guys he brought in is just like it's a transition for everybody. Fox. As well as for me. So they've been here longer than me. I got to Morgan uh August twenty seventh. First game was September third. Oh wow. Jeez. Jeez. Yeah. It's that's like, crazy. I had to start counting most of my yeah. head. Like, well, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's, that's a week. That's five yeah. days. Yeah. 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 That's down there five days, six days. So it's like, it definitely moved fast for me. So just that adjustment period for everybody is, I feel as though it's the biggest difference in the culture, but it's changing and it's building Fact. for the right reasons. So I'm down for the ride. That's all I can really say about that. Yeah. Dang, that's crazy, bro. A week? Week. A week turnaround. The learn plays, bro. That's crazy. So, so this is the thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, how you do that? Yeah, that's yeah. Lost. Yeah, I'm lost about the plays. Like, yeah, like you gotta know what you want. Yeah, that's really what it is. Like I knew what I wanted, but the, I'm gonna give you a little tell. So I actually met Coach Wilson and uh, the staff mm-hmm. at LSU. Um, the defensive coordinator at LSU uh, at the time, Durante Jones. He was my position coach and a defensive coordinator in my sophomore year, so year two. Uh, and he was the defensive coordinator at Bowie, which is where Coach Wilson and them came from. Right, right, right. So the schemes and the defenses is the same. It's just the terminology is different. So for me, coming into week one, I just had to really learn the translation. Mm. I know the defense. Right. I just got to learn the checks and the reads and yeah, to, yeah. to be able to play with other people. Like right. I could play the whole defense by myself, but I got to communicate to my teammates to make sure we all on the same page. And that's where the conflict was. Mm. And we worked it out within five days. Of five course. Days. Shit, first game, pick six. I seen that. Yeah. Went crazy. Yeah. Welcome home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Nah, boy. That's, that's what tough, my boy talking. Nah, go ahead, bro. Go ahead, bro. Go ahead, bro. Nah, do you think? Now you talking about winning traditions. Yeah. You know where I that know. start from, man. Yeah, where that, that come from? You know where that start from? That's a fake yeah, boy that chasing demons. They outnumbered me, man. I can't even argue with them. Yeah, him and knock them two here. That's a fake boy, man. Yeah, St. Francis is definitely where the winning tradition started. Yeah. Um, as far as knowing what it feels like. Like, you can win a bunch of games and call it a winning tradition, but never know what it really feels like. Mm-hmm. So, like Ham said, I'm, you know, I'm pretty sure y'all going to see the episode. Uh, <laughs> Ham, uh, he said it, though, like, it was real family-orientated. Like, we went to St. Francis together, and, mm-hmm. I like, the year that he was at St. Francis, I didn't even play you football. You didn't even play. That's what I didn't even crazy play football. Wow, that's crazy. You feel what I'm saying? He's balling, right? He's yeah, basketball. I was playing basketball. Yeah. I was strictly Freshman, basketball. Bro. That's crazy. Strictly basketball, but me and – me and Cooley became cool, like, that's, that's just based off the energy of the school and the mm-hmm. camaraderie and the environment. Like, it was really a family. That's dope. Mm-hmm. And, you know, of course, family had their ups and downs. We all know, like, yeah. how, how that go. But, like, it was it was a thing. It was a thing. And it created that winning on the, on the other side of the spectrum with sports. And, you know, you got your basketball team. My freshman year, we actually didn't do pretty good. But mm-hmm. sophomore year, top 25 team in the country. Jeez. Same thing with football. My freshman year of football, what year was that for you? Senior. Senior year. They, they didn't really do that good, but they did good enough for people to know, like, they ain't nobody to be played with. Facts. You right. get what I'm saying? So my sophomore year was my first year playing football in a long time, long time, in um, top 25 team. Mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? So now I'm playing basketball top 25 for St. Francis, and I'm playing football top 25 for St. Francis, but we're a family. So it's just like things like that. That creates winning traditions. Right. 
Like you can say you're a top twenty five, but you ain't keep if you ain't keeping it going, it ain't no tradition. Facts. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So we had a combo on the side. He told me a fun fact. <laughs> yeah. Eleven of the star and players he played with all went D one. Yeah, my same year. Come on now. That's, That's cheating. <laughs> you talk about that same brand, That's cheating. We ain't never had that. Grown men out there. Yeah. So talk to me through that. How was that playing with a group of guys that was that talented, all of y'all going D one, y'all all on the same mission? How was that? It was a dog fight every day. Because uh-huh. yeah. everybody think they the top dog. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? And I feel like that's just Baltimore City in itself. It bring that dog out you. Mm-hmm. You got to have it or you ain't going to survive. Like, so me actually being from the city, we had some kids that's not actually from the city on the team. But me actually being from the city, I ain't going to let nobody out dog me. You get what I'm saying? Sure. So it just was a, a battle every day. Like you competing against somebody from Florida or Alabama and he in your city. Like, of course you're trying to make a statement, but he trying to make a statement too because he got to represent his home and his family. Mm-hmm. So it's always going to be a battle. And then, you know, he got the four stars or he got the five stars. People competing over that. Like, in high school, that mattered. That shit don't oh, matter no, now. Yeah, exactly. Shit don't matter now. But, like, in high school, that mattered. You get what I'm saying? So it was always something to prove. Facts. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about your basketball career, man. I look on YouTube, type in your name, bro. I see an eighth grade superstar dunking the ball like Vince Carter, bro. How, like, how long was you playing ball before you switched to football? So this thing was never supposed to be a switch. That's that's the that's the real Jim. He was yeah. he was talking. Yeah, I ain't want to get into it. it. <laughs> <laughs> I was spoiling it all. He said, about time to It was never supposed to be a switch. So, um, but I w- I had been playing basketball since I was eight years old. Um, up until I graduated high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the football came in because all of my basketball teammates was playing football at a certain time of the year, and I was doing nothing. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I was working on basketball, yeah. but I wasn't really doing much of basketball. It's football season. You get what I'm saying? I'm like, where are my friends at? Yeah. Like, like, they got football games. and So I got into football, uh, I want to say 8-10. I got in football like 8, 10 years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I wasn't really that good, but I wanted to play. You get what I'm saying? So uh, my 9-11 year actually got good out of nowhere. Like, I got good. And um, I wound up breaking my, breaking my thumb. My, uh, I think it was like fourth game of the season. I wound up breaking my thumb. And my dad was like, hell no. Football is over with. Like, yeah. Football is over with. Nigga, you're a hooper. Like, yeah. you, you play basketball. Like, it's over with. And I couldn't really argue with him because at the end of the day, I'm a basketball player. I'm like, you're right. I want to play football, but I ain't giving up. Basketball for it, you right. know what I'm saying? So um, it got to the point where I was just consistently in basketball, traveling, and uh, coming in high school, I was actually the uh, number three player in the country coming out of middle school um, for basketball. So um, Coach Masai, Coach Nick, the uh, the staff at St. Francis came to some of my middle school games, like my middle school AAU games, and was uh, watching me. And Coach Masai came out of nowhere like, you ever play football? I was like, yeah, but not for long. And I looked at my dad. He like, yeah, that shit did. <laughs> he like, yeah, that shit did. So he's like, man, I, I see something in you. Coach Masai, he said that. He said, I see something in you. You probably don't see in yourself. Mm. You know me, I'm just like, shit, my father ain't letting me play anyway. I'm yeah. in eighth grade. I'm like, my pops ain't letting me. You know what I'm saying? So um, freshman year come uh, at St. Francis. I'm playing varsity as a freshman. I ain't really getting the playing time I wanted to get. Mm-hmm. So as a kid coming in from from uh, middle school to high school, the biggest thing is attention. Everybody want attention. 
So I'm looking at it like, man, I ain't getting the attention I'm used to. I'm the number three player in the country. Things that I shouldn't be focused on. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody around me getting offers. I ain't getting no offers. I was mad. I was mad. I wanted to transfer all it. So uh, something in me just told me. Something in me just told me, like, man, just stick it through. Mm-hmm. Like, just see what happened. Because I ain't never quit on nothing. I ain't never changed up on nothing. Like, mm-hmm. So I just like, shit, fuck, I ain't no quitter. And I ain't gonna leave St. Francis and niggas be like, he quit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, So I stayed. And uh, Coach Masai, you know, we had a coach's visit. They come up to the school, the college coaches, they come up to the school. And seeing the top recruits at the time, we had Gary Brightwell, Sam. Yeah. We had some dogs. We had a Yabi and Noma. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We had some dogs, you feel what I'm saying? And uh, so, you know, you got the big power five schools coming in back and forth. And Coach Masai, crazy self. <laughs> is at the lunch table showing him, showing, I'm going to tell you, Iowa and Syracuse, he's, he's at the lunch table showing Iowa and Syracuse my basketball highlights. Like, yeah, like he's going to play football next year. Mind you, my father already shot that down. <laughs> he didn't already shot it down. I'm in the ninth grade, like, you're not playing football. So, Coach Masai still, still trying to get me to play football, showing college coach. So, Iowa pulled me to the side. Leave, I'm leaving out of the uh, – Lunchroom, you know how small St. Francis is. Yeah, I'm yeah. leaving out the lunchroom, little ass hallway. Coach Masai straight pulled me to the side, boom. Yeah, this is uh, the coach, head coach of Iowa. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, Coach, I don't play football. <laughs> he like, just listen. So uh, Iowa coach told me, he said, Yeah, I seen your film, bro, like your basketball film. And he was like, um, He was like, If you ever decide to play football, you got a scholarship. Sheesh. So they was ready to recruit you off of basketball highlights? Basketball. Crazy. Syracuse, same thing. That is Jeez. crazy, bro. Maryland, same Real. thing. That is nuts. So they weren't official offers. Right. Because I wasn't on the team. I wasn't playing football. But it was just like, if you ever was to give it a try, like you're a raw athlete. Like that's At the time, that's really what I was. I was young and I was a raw athlete. They seen the athletics and all of that. So uh, coming to my sophomore year, um, they started to pick up for basketball. But football season comes first. So I'm trying football. Um, I'm playing receiver, actually. Mm. Wasn't even playing defense. I just was like, man, I, I can jump. I can go get the ball. I can grab a rebound. So I can probably catch a football. You Fudge. know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to play. Coach, college coach is telling me all I got to do is play. Mm. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? So uh, receiver really wasn't working out for me. Like, I ain't played football in years. So I come to St. Francis. They already in motion. They advanced. They giving the hand signals and whatnot. Right. So I'm like. I don't know what the hell going on. Like, yeah. just tell me what route to run. <laughs> just tell me what route to run. I don't know what's going on. So, a uh, week before the first scrimmage, no, after the first scrimmage, we scrimmage against the Matha, and I wasn't getting no time at receiver or whatever. So, a week before the first game, two of our uh, safeties tore the ACL in the same Sheesh. week. Like one tore his ACL, Sheesh. and like two days later, the next one tore his ACL. And I was number four receiver on Next the Next man up. So, so uh, Coach Masai came to me like, you want to play defense? I said, I said, shit, I'm tired of sitting on the bench. I've been waiting to hit somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting. And now the season ain't stopped, but we didn't have a couple scrimmages. And I'm just like, bro, I'm not about to go through this. I play yes. basketball. Yeah, like, right. If either I'm going to play or I'm not. Facts. Right. You know what I'm saying? So opportunity came for me to play safety. And um, had to learn it in a week. Same kind of situation Jeez. with Morgan. Yeah. So uh, coming into week one, he said, man, look, we just got to teach you how to backpedal, and we're going to run cover three the whole game. Yeah. 
Something like shit, fuck it. Come on. <laughs> as long as I'm playing, so we ain't had no other safety, so I wound up starting right. after a week worth of backpedaling. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Like I ain't even really know how to backpedal. So um after the first game, finished first game, eleven tackles, a pick and a phone recovery for a touchdown. First game. First game. Play safety for a week. That's crazy. So at the end of the week, boom, Jim Harbaugh called me. Michigan. Yeah, we coming to practice this week. What? <laughs> Y'all doing what? Yeah. Man, that man was at practice on Wednesday. You got an offer. Sheesh. Off like, one, game. Just was, one game. One game. And it just was continuous out of that game. Week two, pick six. It was just like it, the ball just was coming to me, and it just I just was making a play. But it wasn't even just me catching the pace and getting the turnover. It was the energy behind it. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? It was the fire behind it, but it came from, like Miles said, it came from my teammates. Mm-hmm. Like, they they knew I really wasn't no football player, but they knew I could do something special, so they motivated me. You get what I'm saying? So it was just that type of thing. and It just took off from there. You know, I started working on my game, actually trying to get good at it. I'm like, bro, I got six Division One offers in two games, and I really don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Like, yeah. I really don't know what I'm doing. You get what I'm saying? So... Of course, I had to learn the game, learn the scheme, learn the techniques and things like that. And by the time senior year come, I'm an All-American. Like, put the time in. Like, and then I'm going to LSU. Like, it, it happened like that. It happened like that. I never thought in a million years I would be in college playing football, ever. Never thought that. Well, with life coming at you so fast, like, how do you, how do you process everything? Like, how do you slow everything down? I just feel like I'm always ready for anything. That's tough. Like, my dad told me, he told me before years ago, but he actually told me a week ago, like, bro, you just adapt to anything. Like, you done been through a lot, and you always seem to make it look easy. Like, trust me, shit ain't easy, but yeah. you feel me? You got to do your part and do your job to make it seem like you know what you're doing. And in all reality, nobody really ever know what they completely doing. They mm-hmm. just know what they think they doing. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just having that faith in yourself and God, like I said. It always comes full circle. So what's a legacy that you want to leave behind? A legacy for me, uh, I feel as though it's still building, of course, but Mm -hmm. that last name means something to me. Yeah. I want want that last name to become a household name if it's not already. You get what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, I want people to know that you can come from nothing and make it something. But you can come from nothing and turn that nothing that you came from into something. You get what I'm saying? That's the part of me coming home. Like, Baltimore, we ain't everything. We ain't the best of both worlds, but it could be something. So why not start with Morgan? Why not start with me? <laughs> definitely did, bro. Yeah, for sure, bro. definitely, yeah. definitely, bro. So, uh, like, what type of hobbies do you have outside of football? Like, what, what do you have going on for yourself outside Man, of football? I sleep. I sleep. <laughs> if it ain't a movie, food, I'm sleeping. Like, it's really all the grind right now. Like, I like I said, I came here for a reason. I'm trying to get out of here. Like, I'm trying to get out of here so I can build it up. Like, it's only so much building you can do with inside the house. Right. You still got to do the outside of the house. Right. You get what I'm saying? So. I'm building with inside the house right now, and, and I'm trying to elevate to that next level. Can't wait to see what the next level holds for you, bro. For real, yeah. bro. <laughs> it's like big things, bro. For sure, yeah. definitely. Yeah, yeah, bro, that's crazy. Anything else, Ocho Sean? Ah, bro, he nailed it yeah. on the head. <laughs> I'm still thinking about the quote. Yeah, I'm like, nice. whoa. <laughs> 
bro, for sure, bro. Like, appreciate that. Just hearing your story, bro. Hearing where you coming from. Coming from the SEC, bringing it back to Baltimore, to Morgan. Taking over, bro. I love it. I feel the confidence when yeah. I speak to you. I know you're going to make stuff happen, bro, for sure. For sure. Appreciate you coming on, bro. Appreciate you coming on, bro. It's yes, definitely been another great, not Amazing good, episode. but yes, great sir. episode. Sure, bro. You know what I mean? It's safe and such. You can, have, you can follow us on all streaming platforms at S-A-V-E-D-N-S-U-C-H. Continue to like, subscribe, comment. We appreciate all the love, man. Give out your socials real quick. Uh, my Instagram is j.toes, T-O-L-E-S, and my Twitter is jordantoes23. There you go. That's the Follow man with the plan. Yeah. That's got the day. new host, too, man. That's it. You know we here, man. I'm Ocho Sean all over. Y'all know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> all over Talk Twitter, Talk. Instagram, Tyshawn Fogg on the YouTube. Hope yes, you up, man. Follow sure. me. Yeah. Poppy Stu, you already know what's up, bro. That's all. That's all we need. Simple as that. That's all we got to say, man. Appreciate y'all, man. Love. Peace. Peace.